Satnam, a beautiful sovereign woman. So let me ask you a really honest question. How have your relationships been going, especially the last couple of months and especially last week with the spring equinox and this brand new astrological year? Do you find yourself in more challenging situations or do you find yourself bringing closure and healing fully back home? This week, we welcome a rare Venus star point in Aries, which is asking us to slow down and understand what we have learned through our relationships so that we don't repeat them into basically karmic cycles. So this week on the Sovereign Women Show, we are going to be getting down to it and going down the rabbit hole as it relates to the metaphysics of our inner child healing and attachment styles which relates to relationships, which then causes toxic patterns, lack of forgiveness, and other abandonment issues. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. Happy, happy Monday. I am Jyotira Tukwar, and I help overachieving women of color heal their inner child wounds, rewire the subconscious mind, and break ancestral karmic cycles. And this is our movement of women taking their sovereignty back. Ladies, what an epic time to be alive. If you're catching this on the replay on the podcast, thank you so much for building space with us and for being part of this community. We together are unstoppable, number one. And number two, we can start to relate to each other so that we don't feel like we're alone in this journey. These last few uh, couple of months, first three months of 2021, have been extremely volatile as it relates to transformation and change. And tomorrow is a very beautiful, epic day because there's a very rare occurrence in the astros that only happens about every nine months, which has to do with a Venus star point. Now, the Venus star point, in essence, uh, is this time around in Aries because we just entered into Aries season, brand new astrological uh, year. And Venus, let me just remind you all, is all about relationships. It is about the relationships, not just the partners you have, significant others, a husband, boyfriend situation or, or her lover type situation, but also relationships with your mother, with your father, relationships with your children, the relationship you have with yourself. Venus is, is a beautiful planet of, of beautification and self-worth. And now that she comes into the star point, what this means is that she's being rebirthed by the sun. And this is happening tomorrow on the 23rd in Aries, because we're now in this new uh, astrological year. Now, what this means is that in the last few months, especially, there has been a lot of needed shadow work that we've had to do as it relates to relationships, a lot of looking within, which is why it's very important for us to understand the different types of attachment styles that through the lack of healing of our inner child and really to be able to use this energy which is this venus star point so that you can come into this higher awareness as to how you can use whatever you've been through in relationships specifically in the last couple of months especially in the last week to use it as wisdom so that you don't keep recreating toxic patterns in your relationships so you don't keep recreating uh, betrayal so you don't keep recreating abandonment 
more importantly, so you become self-aware as to what attachment style perhaps you might be incubating because through the awareness, you can then actually transform it. If we're not aware of what we're doing, of what we are actually projecting, then it is impossible to change. So this is very deep hearted type stuff that we're going to be talking about this week so wherever the awareness comes into you I just ask that you slow down and you have a lot of compassion for yourself I always say don't ever shoot the messenger this work that we do especially the work that I teach in at Satori because for me ladies let me tell you something I don't know about you all but last week on the spring equinox it literally felt for me like I was growing about a thousand years every single day I was fasting for five days. I came off of my fast on Saturday at noon and something innately within me, this fast was very different. It was a juicing fast where I did juice and, and yogi tea. And I, I've done longer fasts. Like in, back in 2020, I did a 15 day juicing fast right at the beginning of the year. And I do it as a spiritual fast where I set an intention. I do it for purification, to be more intuitive, to cleanse. I mean, even scientifically, what it does to your body is incredible. If you are very sick, if you have some kind of rare disease or anything like that, juicing and fasting can help you so, so much. I mean, do your research, obviously, I'm not a doctor. But for me, you know, it just it just changes my whole consciousness. And, and this time around, because the energies were so potent, the spring equinox, and then we had a brand new astrological year and I was setting these intentions that for me it was uh, this uh, quantum leaps in healing and awareness and it wasn't easy but it was so worth it because I was really able to get to the root cause as to some of this uh, residue that sometimes comes back as triggers of your inner child healing and and when I mean a thousand days or a thousand years of growth per per day. What I mean by that, ladies, is in the spiritual realm and in the metaphysical aspect of who you are, growth is outlined by undoing. It's not about accumulation of just some kind of knowledge. Growth as a spirit is rewiring and undoing the subconscious programmings that keep you feeling that you're not worthy, that there's something wrong with you, that you're alone or that you're separate from source, that you're not divine. That's what uh, spiritual growth is all about. And in the age of Aquarius that we're moving into, this golden age of consciousness, it is, it's, it is priceless because intellect is going to get you nowhere. Emotional intelligence is how you'll thrive. And the only way that you'll be able to truly thrive is by developing this deep connection with yourself this deep connection with your highest consciousness and we can do a lot of that by purifying and detoxifying and that's why this whole month at satori wellness and spirituality we are practicing specific energy work to detoxify and purify so that we can use this energy to truly rebirth and not come back to our old patterns because we are rebirthing just the way the spiritual masters you know you hear all these stories of easter and jesus christ and and osiris and egyptian and the egyptian ancestors and kukai the Mayans, we ourselves rebirth. We don't have to die from the physical body. We rebirth our consciousness. And you can use this energy and use the, the rituals that the ancestors use. You know, for us as yogic scientists, it is purification. It is detoxification. And a yogic scientist is one that goes within and practices the inner work. And the thing is, ladies, is that the work that I teach at Satori and SWC method someone who teaches it, it only becomes even more powerful in their life. 
If you want to really learn something, if you want to master anything in this world, teach it. And so for me, it's, it's so potent because what I teach takes such an impact on my consciousness that I have to make sure that I'm constantly going back and grounding myself and, and taking care of me. That's one of the biggest things that I'm learning through my Kundalini yoga therapy training and through my own self-awareness is that in the past, being in my masculine energy, I really was not taking care of myself. I wasn't prioritizing myself and everything around me was falling apart. And when I started to actually take care of myself and prioritize myself, everything around me started to heal itself because you have to heal yourself first before you can go help anyone else. And that's the energy that we've been moving through with this Venus star point that now is rebirthing tomorrow on the 23rd. And so it's asking us, and, and I'll invite you to go listen to this incredible astrologer. I absolutely love her because not only does she use the science of astrology, but she's so intuitive. She connects with her guides and ancestors. And for me, she always says something that really ignites something really big in me. Uh, her name is Molly McCord. You can find her on YouTube. She did like a two hour separate two video series on this Venus star point that that's uh, commencing here tomorrow on the 23rd. And, you know, I'm going to summarize it for you so you can kind of understand what's happening with the energies. And then we're going to talk about attachment style so you can see how important it is for you to understand this shadow work, this inner work that we're talking about. But Molly McCord, you can find her on YouTube. You can find her on Instagram. She's at MoxieMolly11, I think. But where you really are going to get her 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 value is on the YouTube channel and on her podcast. She's incredibly intuitive and really um, really understands these energies. So she was talking about this Venus star point that's happening tomorrow on March 23rd. And she was talking about how we are able to now come after the spring equinox, after the, the rebirth of this astrological year, we can take a moment to really become aware as to where we have had challenges in our relationships, especially if they've been coming up more than ever in the last two months. Because And, and also there's specific cycles that she mentions that you really need to go back and look at. For example, you need to go back and look at March 2017. And a lot of us can go back to our Facebook and Instagram and kind of look at what was happening around that time. It's just really cool. I've been able to put so many pieces together now in my life where I now see that time is not linear. It's cyclical. And you can basically move into another timeline if you're conscious and aware and you don't react, creating more karma. Reacting means you react out of fear or anger, you slow down, respond in a different way. And this is what we're being asked to do, especially with relationships right now. And then you no longer will recreate that toxic pattern again. Now, the reason why we don't respond and why we react is because we, we don't govern our mind. We don't do the inner SWC work so we can live in neutral mind process our emotions, learn to stabilize the neutral system. And of course, we are sovereign women, we're growing. So as you grow, as you buy a new business or grow in your business and your relationships, you're going to need more dismantling of the nervous system. So this is a constant, basically up leveling that you do in the inner world before you can impact the outer world. And so one of the key uh, themes around this Venus star point is, yes, there's this rebirth in relationships, a complete rebirth. But the only way for you not to repeat the same toxic patterns you've been repeating in your relationships is by becoming aware where you're still holding grievances, number one. So where are you holding grievances or where do you still, are you still pointing the finger that someone did something to you? 
And this could be your mother, your father, your husband, your children, the world. Right now, I think a lot, a lot of us can have a lot of pointing fingers outward as to why we're not happy, why we're feeling miserable, why we're not feeling secure and content. So you have to look at that and you have to look at those uncomfortable feelings and you have to really learn to slow down and really look at what can they teach me about me. And that's where most women stop in the healing journey. There's, there's a couple of phases here. For some women, the karma is so heavily penetrated in their cell notes memories and their DNA that to them, healing is not even an option to them. They'll, they don't even have an awareness that they could ever heal or, and it's not something you can, you judge. It's just based on the karma that they're carrying. You can't be like, why doesn't that person want to heal? Why doesn't that person want to change? Because then the one with the problem is you. But there's different levels of the healing journey. So the first one is you're dealing with so much karma because we're souls. And I wrote a whole post about this on my Instagram. You guys can go read it. I explained to you a little bit of the soul, the journey of the soul, and how we come with imprints from our ancestors and from our past lives and how we can break those imprints through mantra and breath, which ladies... If you're not doing Kundalini Yoga, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but right now I am doing two and a half hours of chanting Longa con cars. I've been doing it since Saturday for two and a half hours from four in the morning to 6.30 in the morning. Oh my God. It has completely just given me, and you, some people are like, are you not tired? I have so much more energy, so much able to focus more because I have natural life force energy i'm not depleting myself and from getting stuff from the outside world and that's another thing with this cleanse that i did the five days i don't even crave coffee anymore i don't even want it anymore i ordered this new um, drink that has like mushroom reiki all these different um supplements turmeric and it kind of tastes it's called mud i'll let you guys know how it tastes but it's supposed to be like for people that maybe need um just natural energy which i love my ninja red that's another thing that i love to drink but like my old habits I don't want to I don't even have a desire to go back to them and I started you know the cleanse I started it back in on Monday so I ended it on Saturday but on Saturday morning I started chanting two and a half hours long at cars and I've been chanting getting up at 3 30 in the morning starting at four o'clock in the morning ending at 6 30 and then I still do my sadhana because I have my own sadhana that I have that I've been committed to doing every single day this year but what I did with my own sadhana is that I shortened it down to like three minutes each I was very compassionate myself that way because I'm already doing two and a half hours of chanting every morning plus you know my sadhana and none of my old habits want to come back. Like I don't even have a desire for coffee. I I don't have a desire to go back to eating those things that are not so good for my body. I just feel really good about life. I feel confident. I feel clear. This is amazing. The stuff that, I mean, I'm telling you, it's not last week. It was a lot of shadow work and it was because I was going through the purification and detoxification. I was working through the relationship issues that were coming up that now I see were such a blessing because remember the person that triggers you the most is the person that is there to set you free. So if you're still triggered by someone, that person that you're running away from, which we're going to talk about the different attachment styles is that person that's there to show you back to through love. And these are the lessons of relationships. And this is why relationships are the most strenuous yoga 
because you have to learn to endure it and learn to be compassionate. And for me, this week was about spirit guiding me and being able to look at where my inner child still possessed these attachment styles, where in a past, you know, maybe even four years ago, I would judge myself. And now I was able to be in so much love and compassion for myself that I was able to really learn to not react and respond with a different way. Even though it came back, it was like, wow, I can respond differently though. And because of that, I feel so much peace. I feel that it has been so much healing in my life, especially this last week. And this is why this week I was so called. There were so many other things that I wanted to talk about this week. But no, it was just like, you need to speak about this Venus star point and you need to talk to people about the attachment styles. A lot of people are not aware of these, especially women. And again, the phases of the healing journey, some will never even believe that they can heal. Second phase, you get on the healing journey, you start to become self-aware and what happens? You start to become self-aware that the only thing you can change is you because you're the one that's creating that pattern. You, you want to change the other person. How many times do we change another human being and it still comes back? So it's you. And when you get to that point, that's a hard moment in your life. This is why you need the support of a community. You need a mentor. You need a coach. Because if you don't, you can very easily go back. I think Lizzie described this very beautifully last week where she said, if it wasn't for the community and you guys, I think I would have just stayed in the dark night, believe that 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 was my destiny. Why? Because she got to a point where she saw that she was the problem as much as the solution. And when you realize that, it's a scary moment in your life because now you have all the power to change it to, or you have the power to stick to that old dramatic life. And that is the most liberating crossroads moment in a woman's life. And if you don't have other women around you that are also going through the same thing or have been through the same thing, remember self-efficacy, that's one way to build self-efficacy. It's going to become a lot harder, especially right now. when We're all being forced to do this deep, deep inner work. Absolutely. Let me see what Lizzie says. Three minutes of Kundalini is good for me. <laughs> Three minutes is enough. It's really a household uh, yoga. You know, now that I'm in uh, Kundalini yoga therapy, I can see how a little bit goes a long ways. You know, I'm a, I'm a diehard, you know, I'm here to you know, break some serious ancestral karmic cycles. When they said two and a half, half hours of long echo cars for 40 days, I was like, let's do this. Plus I do have to keep myself at a really high elevated frequency. If I teach this, you know, as a teacher, it's just my standard of character. And again, three minutes could could open you up to the divinity if you're intentional with it. You know, my one-on-one clients, my coaching clients, you know, especially if we take a therapeutic approach, it's not about how long you can do it. It's about raising your vitality, having life force energy to to even have this self-efficacy to believe that you can actually change your life. And yes, it is very potent. So you don't need two and a half hours. I'm just, like I said, after practicing 40 days of long echo cars, two and a half hours, your words become manifestation in this world. That's what happens. 
whatever you say manifests into this frequency because longa con cars and we practiced them this morning inside of satori ladies so if you didn't catch the first two and a half hours go join me go join get the replay in the portal but in essence it literally activates the kundalini life force energy that is the that's why i don't get tired i have more energy because i'm more productive because i have natural i have a natural high that's what happens when you activate it from within, right? So then it cleanses and visually, because there's a visualization that goes with it, it opens up the chakra system. It revitalizes, right? And so what it also does is that it allows us to work on what we're being transmuted, which is a solar plexus. Remember I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, if you missed it, go check it out. But this is why so many people are feeling their inner child programs, their inner child wounds come up on, on a big level. And that's what happens when you chant. You know, when you chant, there's a science behind it. The, the science behind it is that you rewire your subconscious programs. You allow the soul to project out its true authentic light, which is what this Venus star point is asking us to do. When you allow the soul, because that is the, the journey of the soul, it incarnates into the, into the temple from, with the imprints from the subtle body. The subtle body carries the memories of the uh, ancestors of your past lifetimes. So you already come with a set frequency when you come into this body. The soul, though, through the projection of its light, that we do that through meditation, through chanting and mantra and breath, you can rewire the destiny, the, the energy. You can rewire the programs. You can rewire the subconscious, the ancestor karma that you've inherited, all of those things. You can rewire it, but you got to do the inner work and you got to allow. That's why you have to allow your soul to shine. That's not just like a metaphor or a love and light type of you know, conversation from new agers. Shining your soul means being able to project out the power of its essence, which is light. That is what a soul is. It's light. It's pure light. It's God herself experiencing herself through you. But you got all these programs. You got the subtle body with past imprints from past lives, from, you know, ancestors, all these, and your inner child, all those programs where your inner child was told, hey, you're not good enough. You're not connected to God. You're a sinner. All those things are imprints, they're energetic imprints. So the soul is suffocated. The soul cannot live out its authentic dharma, which is what Venus Starpoint is asking us to do because it's got all this emotions, all these energies that are blocking it. So how do you allow the soul to shine through into this world? You chant mantra, two and a half hours of long ekonkar or three minutes, you get to decide. For me, two and a half hours for the next 40 days. But that's really what this, star point is trying to tell us yes the cleanse was life diane says you feeling me right are you feeling it it's like this time it was like i don't want to go back to those old things that i was doing and i also want to keep these behaviors that i've been doing another one of our community members said that i was like yes like she's like you know what this also made me realize i need to drink more green juice uh, every day you know or i need to drink more yogi tea every day it's like yeah so now i'm making another pot of yogi tea having it ready to go i'm making green juice you know just as a habit and that I, the the truth is, is because we had so much potent energy to help us really rewire the subconscious mind so yeah I, definitely she still enjoys coffee which is totally awesome Awesome. <laughs> you need a Veronica. We all need a Veronica in our lives. We all need each other in our lives for sure. And Diane says, same. I would have um, 
and I would have stood in the darkness, repeating the same patterns, unaware I had the power within. Absolutely. And that's what we do as, as a, a Kundalini yoga therapist, as teachers, as if you're a mentor or if you're a coach, it's really about you being able to see the divinity in you so that others can see the divinity in them. And then we use the tools, the Kundalini tools, SWC method, psychotherapy on steroids, A Course in Miracles, right? We use the tools so that again, we can move into soul consciousness and we can move through the illusions and that energy that's blocking us from really experiencing ourselves here in this world as our totality. So this Venus star point ladies may have really asked you to really become honest and truth about your own self. Because again, if you are a sovereign woman, you're looking at these challenges in relationships and you're realizing that the only solution comes from within and so uh, some of the things that Molly was talking about that I thought were really important to talk about was Chiron is conjunct in this Venus star point with Aries and Chiron is the wounded healer. So this brings an opportunity for like soulmate, deep twin flame type of healing with your relationships. If you're aware and if you don't create more karma by reacting and, and back with anger Again, if you need to be angry, remove yourself from the situation and go be angry somewhere in, for, in nature with Mother Earth. Just don't be angry where you're right there attacking because you're going to create more of that within that within the dynamic and you're going to basically repeat the pattern. And you don't want to do that during this Venus star point because it's only going to, there's extreme, we're living in times of extremes. You can go, um, there's so many different, uh, Greg, one of my favorite authors of all times, he talks about Mother Earth and, and the cycles we're moving through and changing. But we are living in times of extremes. We're either in complete love or complete fear. And that's because we have so much awareness, right? So this is a, a point for us to look at these crossroads and look at where these relationships that have triggered us, what are they really here to teach us? It's also really a time for you to look back. Like I said, if you want to put some dots together, March 2017 and June 2020. Last year is June 2020. What was going on in your relationships during those two cycles? Go back to your social media, look at those memories. You're more than likely dealing with the same type of situation. So again, you can look at it and say, wow, I am repeating that pattern. So instead, how did I react or then so that I don't react like that again? And, and this is where it's going to get tough because more than likely, you're going to be asked to be compassionate with yourself and someone else and to forgive. And a lot of women don't want to forgive. They want to stick to the story. And that's what keeps them in the bondages. That's what keeps them prisoners of their own mind. You don't have forgiveness doesn't mean you stay with the relationship or you, you, we're going to talk about one of these attachment styles, anxiety, you know, you, you just condone it has nothing to do with forgiveness. Forgiveness is for your own liberation. And Lizzie's going to have a lot to talk about this. I mean, it's such a great time for us to talk about this, um, Lizzie, because she just went to a marriage retreat this weekend with her husband. And she brought back so many nuggets. I saw her last night. She came over to my house and she brought back so many nuggets. She literally, I know this is your path work, Lizzie, if you're listening. But I mean, this is very important for us to really understand the perspective behind what we're talking about here, because you do not want to repeat this ish again, especially not during a Venus star point, ladies. Lizzie says yes. So she's ready. So basically, we're being asked to have a lot higher level of self-worth. 
to be authentically ourselves and to allow the people that don't respect that because they can't be authentically themselves to allow them to fall apart. This is a time to heal our attachment styles. So let's talk today about what is attachment style. That's all we're going to talk about today. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about two of the attachment styles, which are anxious and avoidant. And then on Wednesday, we're going to talk about the other two attachment styles, which is disorganized and secure. And then when Lizzie comes with me on Friday, we're going to break it all down. And we're going to see where you see yourself in these types of attachment styles so we can help you transcend it. Okay, that's the key here. We want to transcend it this week, ladies, because if we don't, times of extremes, you're going to be feeling it and there's no need for you. You know, Aries is fiery. You're going to want to get into blame. That's where Venus is not exalting in, in in the sign of Aries. It doesn't like Aries. So Venus, it's very hard for her to learn how to receive love during this dark point. So it can be very challenging. So you have to really learn to understand yourself so you can only control the thing you can control, which is you. That's it. Nothing else but you. So first and foremost, what is attachment theory? So in other words, your early relationships with your caregivers, they set the stage for how you will build relationships as an adult. So if you've noticed a pattern of unhealthy and emotionally challenging behaviors in your love life, you might benefit from digging deep and exploring the way you attach to people. That's what this means. That's what attachment theory is, especially as it relates to intimate relationships. Here's when attachment theory comes in handy. Attachment theory has a long history and has been used as a basis for continuous research which could be quite interesting to explore, right? So the first step is obviously to get acquainted with the basics and understand the different attachment styles identified to this date. So there's four we're going to be looking at. You're going to see yourself in one of them, I promise you. Once I became aware of my attachment style, it was incredibly liberating. It was incredibly liberating because I was able to become also more aware as to where my triggers were coming from. And I stopped projecting, you know, my husband and I, he has been my biggest teacher because he has triggered me the most. I've lived with him now. I've been with him now longer than more than half my life. I've been with him more than I was with my parents. My parents, you know, I left their house when I was 16 and pregnant. (laughs) And with my husband, you know, I've been with him longer than half my life. And he has been my biggest teacher. And we have been through everything, ladies. We've been married for 20, it's gonna be 23 years this year. We've been going out since I was, I know I met him when I was in 14. So to tell you that we haven't experienced everything we have, and we're probably gonna experience a lot more amazing things, because I call them amazing, because he literally is the one that liberated me. He's the one that set me free. He's the one that showed me the true inner work with the value of shadow work, of learning how to be compassionate and learning how to say, you know, I forgive you and I forgive myself. And so this is not new to me. This is some work that I've done for a very long time. But when I became aware of my attachment style, that's where it became really liberating. And like I said, the first you know, a few months when I, when I knew that that that's how I was attaching, I kind of just rejected it. 
I rejected it and I, and I didn't want to accept it in me. That's why it's, it's difficult. But once I started to uh, practice the SWC work in conjunction with Kundalini, Kundalini was the foundation. What happened was that I actually had the tools to rewire that. So instead of looking at it as something negative, I saw it as an opportunity where I could apply energy work to heal it once and for all. And that's when I started to do that. That's when my relationship started to change. And even when I went on that journey and when our, our relationship started to heal to a level that I couldn't even imagine it would ever heal, my triggers and my attachment style, um, style started to come back even harder because I was so afraid of going back into that old pattern. So this is, it's very sacred work that will open up your heart to a lot of moments of a lot of compassion with yourself and radical self-acceptance. You know, every day I pull a card, an intuitive guidance card for the beautiful goddesses of Satori inside of our closed um, telegram group. And today's card was radical self-acceptance, the goddess Freya. Freya was this goddess who was sent into battlegrounds and she was basically the one that would come and pick up the wounded, those, those that, were that, were, that needed healing and she would take them to higher grounds for healing. And for us, what that means is for us, even when we're in moments where we're feeling we're in the battleground, when we're feeling like we're deeply wounded and we can't get up, radical self-acceptance as to where you're at is the only way to take you into higher perceptive of reality, a higher perceptive awareness as to how this experience can liberate you. And you can't do that, ladies, without doing the inner work. There's no magic pill for that. So she was asking us to radically accept where we're at in order to truly rebirth this inner work that we've been doing, and especially as it peaked, in the spring equinox, in this new astrological year, we're, we're brand new here. And so radical self-acceptance is going to be able to allow you to really consume the, the awareness of what we're going to be talking about this week. And I hope that you become liberated and use this Venus star point for a gateway so that you don't keep repeating these relationships, toxic patterns, because ultimately what we're talking about here, ladies, is healing our inner child. Anything I talk about, that's really what it gets, boils down to healing the inner child so uh, so that you're able to not recreate these, these patterns in your life. And of course, so that others don't recreate these patterns in your life. Can anyone be part of the private Telegram group? Great uh, question. That is for members only, but thank you so much. Thank you for asking that question. For our This is a, for our members community. I open up enrollment the first week of the month, every month, because we, every month we work on an energetic theme. And so I really want to make uh, have awareness as to all the classes as, as they go on in, in order. And part of that is our private uh, telegram group. And the private telegram group, I do a daily reading where we have a daily intuitive message. And what's beautiful is that after a week, we can tell a story of what we were being guided to actually do. And so um, if you become a member for us, just look out for when we open enrollment next month in April, which will be the first week of April, where you can join us as a member. You can uh, pay a monthly membership or you can actually become a yearly membership. Actually, if you want to find out more, you can go to my free training. It is just, just a training that gives you an overview of everything that we do instead of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. But if you take it today, it'll be easier for you to understand once I do open up enrollment the first week of April.
from. It'll help you really um, decide if this is a good, uh, a good community for you or not. Because right at the beginning of my training, I tell you who the who this uh, SWC work is for and who it's not for. Because I would say it definitely isn't for everyone. Like I said, there's different people that are different phases of their journey, but it, it, it's not going to waste your time. You're going to know exactly, hey, is this is this in alignment with who I'm, I am and where I, who I'm becoming? Or is this just something that I, I don't see myself doing? So check out that uh, free training, ladies. Glad you asked that question. Thank you so much, Spiritual Warriors Global. Uh, you can check out the training by going to the link in my bio on Instagram. Or you can also go to uh, veronicaberriganiam.com forward slash three-step framework. And it goes over, like I said, three state uh, mistakes to avoid on your inner child healing journey. It goes over ancestral karma, what it is and actually how to heal it. So check out that training for sure. And tomorrow, like I said, we're going to be talking about the attachment styles. So tomorrow we're going to be talking, I think about the two most common ones, which are anxious and avoidant. And you'll be able to understand if you yourself fall into these specific um, attachment styles. And again, in each of the talks that we do this week, I will be providing some tools to help you how to actually transcend them. We're not going to leave you hanging. We're going to help you learn how to transcend them as well so that you can really take this energy from Venus star point and brand, start brand new in your beautiful relationships. Joanna, thank you so much. I love you so much. Pinta, thank you for being here, sending you so much love. So join me again tomorrow, ladies. I'll be back between 10 a.m.-ish and 10.30 a.m.-ish. If you turn on your notifications, if you're on Instagram, if you turn on your notifications on the little bell on the site, it'll actually tell you when I go live so that um, you can join me live and you can ask me any questions at all. Like I said, we're going to be looking at avoidant and uh, at the attachment styles of avoidant and anxious tomorrow. So uh, make sure you join us tomorrow and then we'll wrap it all up with Lizzie on Friday. Thank you. Thank you, Spiritual uh, Global. Thank you so much for being here. Diane, thank you. I, I felt really um, inspired by Selena today. She was so full of love, so full of Dharma that I figured, hey, Venus, beauty, who else but Selena to represent for, for, for this incredible energy, right? So yes, uh, my Selena. Anything, anytime I find anything Selena, um, I'm always like picking it up left and right bitty bitty bum bum type of week so thank you ladies for being here appreciate you all so much uh, remember to be kind with yourself be super compassionate with whatever you're moving through remember what freya told us today radical self-acceptance will move you into higher mountains i'll be back tomorrow between 10 10 30 a.m so i'll see you tomorrow ladies have a blessed rest of your day Sednam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.